Hello on this episode of Man in the Room. How is it going? Oh, that weather's changed, isn't it? Um, so last week it was nice and sunny. It's lovely. It was gorgeous, actually. I went out for a bike ride. I was like, yeah, this is nice. I, went, I, I like going out for bike rides in the evening because there's less people about and it's just a nicer part of the day in general. So evening is a good time because the sun is going down a little bit. It's just a bit more magical, you know. But uh, today... No, no, no. Freezing cold. So I went out of my... Okay, so basically I've heard this thing. You have to dress like it's five degrees warmer than it is if you're going to be doing exercise. So I thought I'd just wear like a um, like a jumper and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, right, here we go. I was a little bit cold when I started. I thought, oh, that's fine. I'll soon warm up when I start biking. And so I started biking around. So I did my little route. And I was like, oh, I'm not warming up yet. And I got... Okay, so basically the route I take... I live near the coast. Um... So, um, there's like a little, I can cycle down my road and there's like a little park area and then, which is like a cycle path and then there's another cycle path. I love a good cycle path. And you get this cycle path and you come out right near the sea, which is really handy. Um, Because I live near this, you know, there's all these sort of, there's like a nice little promenade and, you know, all this kind of stuff. You can cycle down there. And uh, so I started cycling down there. I was like, it's freezing down by the beach. There's literally nothing to protect me from the wind. It was so cold. It smelled amazing. I love the smell of the sea. Um, and I was like, you know, I can't do this. It was so cold. So I ended up uh, cycling back up the cliffs. Um, there are paths, by the way. I'm not a nutter. Don't like start cycling like vertically and all that kind of stuff. But um, I then um, started cycling home. I thought, yeah, lovely. And you know, I thought I'm getting really. I'm, I was, it was really weird because I was hot, but also cold at the same time. Because you know, having a having a baldy head, it does get a little bit cold. I didn't wear a hat because it's it's it's, it's May. Well, you don't need to wear a hat. So I was, you know, obviously having a beard is amazing, though. Obviously, because my face keeps warm. Um, I like telling people that actually, because whenever winter hits, I'm like, by the way, you may sort of look at my beard and be a little bit judgmental, but as soon as winter hits, I am toasty on my face. My face has not been cold for years, at least my bearded area, anyway. Um, so, you know, I got back home, I was like, oh, really cold, so I warmed myself up and all that kind of stuff. And I remembered, um, because of all what's going on in England at the minute, um, there are certain businesses that have, uh, they can't, um, you know, operate as usual. And there's a place called, uh, Great Yarmouth, which is one of the, has the, one of the biggest amount, or the most amount of chip stalls in a small amount of area in Europe. Or well, in the European area, since we're not in Europe anymore officially um and so all these all these 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 little stalls these chip stalls uh, they can't operate in in the town center anymore so somebody basically was like right i'm not having this they literally picked up their their chip stall not literally by their hands that'd be insane but they literally got their chip stall they brought it to their house near near where i live right and they plonked it in their front garden they got all the generators running like they used at the chip place and that kind of stuff and They've started selling chips from from their front garden, and I'm not joking. I was like, "You are a genius. You are genius for doing this. I love you for doing this. This is amazing." Because I really miss chips. Now there are things about being English that I'm quite proud of, um, and there are certain things that are obviously very famous, like quintessentially English. Drinking tea is one of them. I've not gone a day without drinking tea, uh, apart from that one weird period when I was just to see if I could give up a little bit because. Um, you know, caffeine consumption, all that kind of stuff. Um, I went straight back to it because I love tea too much. Um, 
So another thing that is very famous in English is fish and chips. Um, Americans probably don't understand fish and chips too much. But fish and chips is amazing. Obviously being vegetarian, I don't eat fish. But chip, chip, chip shop chips or chippy chips, as we'd like to call it, are amazing. Um, so I was like, right, so now on, I thought I'd literally got home. I thought, all right, I can get changed and sort of get ready for the night. Or I can just literally just walk down the road, literally no more than two minutes. The, the, less, the least amount of walking I've ever had to do to buy chips. And I was like, can I buy some chips? And uh, yeah, it's actually really good because it was like, there's all set up. So you have to pay with, you know, you only pay by card. You, you know, contactless, like don't touch the machinery and all that kind of thing. And they're all behind these plastic um, like perspex screens. So you can't, you know, see, you know, germs can't go in and out and that kind of stuff. And it's actually just really good. And it's just nice having chips for the first time in ages. And I got home and I was like, yes. Salt and vinegar, a, 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 a bit saucy. This I put a little bit of um, sprinkle some cheese on there as well, and uh, I had some bread and butter. I made myself a chip butty. If you've not had a chip butty, you've never lived. I'm telling you now, um, but uh, chip butties are good. Um, so I had a chip butty as well. It's all good, you know. Had some chips. Went on the beach. It's freezing, but you know, still the same. Uh, still a beach. And I also got to have some nice, nice bit of park area as well, which is really good. So, yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's not really a lot to report in England really at the minute. Uh, what's going on? You know, I'm assuming that people are. You know, I say, I, I say, because I know my, my brother listens to this, and he's obviously in America. So, um, I know there's a couple of other Americans that listen to this. So I, I, I've got my analytics. Also, someone in France listens to this as well, and also Slovakia. Weird. Um, well, you know, it is what it is. Um, so yeah um, I'm currently obsessed with the chocolate bar um, which is surprising actually because I don't need a lot of chocolate really but there's this uh, well ever, I think everyone's heard of Twixes but they released these random Twixes you know, you, you know, a while back you can get like a, a, a white chocolate Twix which is actually really nice and Twixes is one of those weird sort of sweets where you know no matter whatever you, if you say to somebody oh what's your favourite sweet or candy bar, um, no one ever says Twix. Never say Twix. Don't know why. Um, but they've got a different version of Twix out now. It's salted caramel Twixes. Oh my goodness. Amazing. Um, because it's like they've got the normal Twix. They've put a little bit of like little like bits of sea salt in there. So when you eat it, you get the saltiness of the, of the salt and the sweetness of the caramel. And oh my goodness. Um, I just just had a weird thought. So you know, like you have Twix. Is there a plural of Twix? Because say Twixes. I guess you know more than one Twix is Twixes, I suppose. But a Twix, by definition, is two fingers. You usually buy a Twix, and there's two of them. Um, it's only when you buy a multi pack that's known as one. So that's really strange because there's also that thing. Um, where I, I did, I, I, I will admit I'm a little bit of a troll, but you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know why I do this sometimes. But you can get this thing in England called uh, a flump, and so basically it's it's basically just a marshmallow. It's a marshmallow. Uh, it's like it's all twisted around. You buy it. It's like ten p. 
and maybe it's, it's it's a flump. You buy it's, ten, it's just fun to say flump as well. It just sums up what it is. It's a flump. A marshmallow is a flump. Um, and you know, you know, you are, I, throughout my life, I've I've eaten flumps, and but it's actually very interesting because somebody once pointed out to me that <laughs> when you buy a flump, it's actually called on the packet. It's called flumps because that's what they are. They're called flumps. But a singular flump is technically a flumps. So the plural is flumpses. Because, you know, that's the, you know it's, it's called flumps. So more than one flumps is flumpses. And I, I, I was in a strange mood one day. And I remembered someone telling me this. And I, I bought, a, a you know, I think they're like 10p each. So I remember I bought like 10. And I was like, I didn't know they still sell flumpses. And I kept saying flumpses. And I thought, you, know, you can't just buy one flumps. You have to buy more than one. So I, I thought I've, I've bought a quid's worth of flumpses. And um, the, the, either the shopkeeper was just humouring me or they just bought into the fact that I, what I was talking about, they started referring to as flumpses. And, you know, it's just one of those moments where it's like, well, that's a weird thing to do. But it happened. And, yeah... In fact, do you know what? I remember talking about marshmallows. Um, I once someone once bought me some officially licensed Ghostbusters marshmallows. They're called Stay Puff marshmallows, um, and they're really, really good. Like when I say re- when I say really good, they were really good, like properly good. Um, it's hard to explain how good they were, but they were like they were exactly what you expect having watched Ghostbusters. They they taste. Like you'd imagine them to, like the best. Because I remember I, I had them when I was going camping, and I had I stuck a, you know, marshmallows, and I was like, "Here we go, toast them on the old campfire, lovely." Um, and uh, yeah, it's really good. Um, that's a bit funny because I remember once this was last year. Um, I took I went to a festival for the very first time, and one of my friends was like, "Yeah, you can you can like cook on the fires." And I'm like, "Do you know you can cook on the fire? They'd have like campfires everywhere, and you can you know just basically." You know, cook on them. So they said I'll take some marshmallows. So I took some marshmallows. I literally travelled, um, I think about two hundred miles on like buses and trains and coaches to get this this thing. And so I got there and I had my marshmallows. I thought, great, here we go. And I never used them. And then because it was it literally it was that last year it was so hot, they all melted together in the in the tent. And I was like, oh, I don't want them anymore. So I'm just giving them to somebody. Um, because it turns out that marshmallows are not vegetarian. They've actually got um, animal animal stuff in them. Um, I'm not vegan, but they've got animal, like, animal stuff in them. Um, like meat. You can, oh, yeah, but eggs. Shut up. Just shut up, okay? Um... It's not an animal. It's not. It's not based off. It's not a. It's not a product from a dead animal because it was never technically alive. Oh yeah, but eggs. No, they weren't. Shush. Unless they're incubated, you know. It's yeah. What's in an egg white? An egg white. What's a yolk? It's a yolk. What's a baby chicken made out of? Intestines, eyeballs, wings. You know. So there's a difference between an egg and a chicken, or a baby chick. Um, 
Okay, I just don't understand why people, some vegetarians eat fish. I was like, hang on a second. You're telling me the fish isn't an animal because it definitely is. And don't get me started about the vegetarians. We eat chicken. That's like, that, no. You pick, you know? Um, I don't want to keep on about my, my vegetarianism, by the way, but I just want to just clarify, I'm not one of those people. I'm not like one of those like, aggressive vegetarians. I, if people can do what they want, I don't care. But my personal point of view is that um, raw meat freaks me out when I cook it, so I don't cook it. I didn't cook it for so long, and it ended up that whenever I ate meat for the first time after not eating it for such a long time, my stomach uh, couldn't handle it, and uh, yeah, it didn't end up well. I haven't had it for such a long time. Approaching two years, I think, coming up. So, uh, yeah, it's exciting stuff. Um, but yeah, it's actually quite funny. Um, the old flumpses. You can get vegetarian flumps. No, you can't. You can get vegetarian marshmallows. I've not tried them. Um, but it's actually really fascinating when you actually look at certain things that are actually um, vegetarian and vegan. Some of the things actually might surprise you. Um, Marmite, vegan. Marmite, that's a weird thing, actually. Now, talk about that. I used to apparently eat it when I was a baby. I don't know if you've you know, you eaten Marmite. But basically, Marmite is a yeast extract. Um, it's just basically just pure yeast, pretty much. It's this sort of like thick brown molasses type thing. It's, it's really salty. It do, it just smells. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Marmite is Marmite, and the the, the it basically you either love it or you hate it. Um, and I used to hate it, but apparently I used to eat it when I was a baby. Uh, and occasionally I would really fancy it because my dad always told me that if you ever really fancy something, it means your body is craving it for whatever reason. So you need to eat it. So there's a lack of salt or something going on if you want. I've already fancied Marmite. So I'd try and eat some Marmite, but I just couldn't get on with it. Because I don't know how to have Marmite on there. Because you're supposed to spread it on sparingly, you see. And my friend was like, no, I'm going to get you to like Marmite. Because Marmite's amazing. I'm going to get you onto it. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Let's see, yeah. And then she's like, right, okay, here we go. Do it for you. I'll have to make it. Don't spread it yourself. You need to watch me do it. You need to put it on. You need to scrape it on, scrape it off. Scrape it on, scrape it off. Like proper... Get it mushed in there, lots of butter and all that kind of stuff. You can sort of eat that. I went, oh, that's actually really nice, that. She's, it is, isn't it? Then she made me another one. It's like, you're liking that one? I said, yeah. And I can get through jars of that stuff. I go through, like, phases of that stuff. And like, I go through, like, a massive craze of certain things. Like, at the minute, I'm going for a Marmite phase. Cheese and Marmite on toast. Oh. Oh, my goodness. No, I'm very tired. Cheese and Marmite on toast is incredible. Um, Also, uh... Oh, I see it pretty much. Mama toast is really good as well. I'm also going for a phase of uh, mustard, English mustard, um, famously made by Coleman's of Norwich. Um, I flying the flag for Norfolk there, but unfortunately they don't make it in Norfolk anymore for whatever reason. But uh, mustard is amazing, and I get through jars of that as well. Because um, people say, "Oh, too much mustard gets up your nose." It's true. I'll keep you on. I'm so sorry. Um, but um, yeah so I, I think my, people say oh, too much musk gets up your nose I like it when it burns the back of your throat and it does get up your nose if you have too much of it but I do enjoy that it's like it's very strange actually because I got introduced to spice in the same sort of vein it's like okay you try a little bit of spice okay oh it's very hot isn't it yeah okay just give it a little while though and it fades quite quickly, and you've got that sort of nice, warm, tingly flavour in your mouth. It's really nice. And then what happens is uh, you're like, oh, 
The aftertaste is rather something, isn't it? Have another bit. Mmm, lovely. And I kept getting hotter and hotter and hotter to the point now where I can have like quite hot food. Uh, spicy food, I should say, because you have, you have to get to that spicy point to unlock the different palettes of spice because there's different flavours and nuances to spice that unless you can tolerate the spice in your mouth and after your stomach, you miss out on like a, like a little palette of extra flavours. Like you get the warmth, you get tingly, you get just pure spice. I say like base notes and all that kind of stuff. And when I cook... Um, I've got all different kinds of spices and flavorings, and like, okay, so it needs like a little base note. You add a little bit of salt. You need a bit of like high end, that sort of, you know, that sort of subtle. I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's like it's like painting a picture almost. Or music, music. They say music is the food of love. Play on, or whatever. I'm waffling on now about nothing. I'm so tired. I'm so sorry. I, I, I cycle four miles a day. And I really took out because it's so cold. Because I have to like, keep warm as well. Anyway. I'll be back again tomorrow. And um, hope, you, hope you're alright. And uh, yeah, I'll speak to you then.